Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here's Ricky Chino and SP3 on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh man, what a week. What a week it's been. Thank God it's Friday already. I mean, what? What the hell's going on? I don't even know. I don't know what day it is. I guess it's Wednesday morning. Whew. We've been putting in some work behind the scenes here on Believe in Pro Wrestling. We got a heck of a lot of stuff coming up for you guys uh, this week on the channel, including Friday morning, 7 a.m. It's already in the can. It's ready to drop. The premiere is up there, ready to go. So go ahead and, and pin it subscribe it put the notification on it give us the thumbs up already let people know that this bad boy is coming friday morning at 7 a.m the most stupendous wrestlemania prediction show with the fabulous renee paquette we ran down the entire wrestlemania 38 card and no spoilers sp3 you took her on in the trivia challenge that had to be intimidating knowing that this is somebody who actually worked for the damn company yeah i was like the screw job is in as per usual with rick in one of these uh trivia battles so stay tuned ladies and gentlemen i'm sure you're gonna love it yes it's gonna go all all of it is going down friday at 7 a.m again it's a long show but when you got 15 matches slash segments, and who knows, there may be something else that's added between now and then. That sure would suck. Uh, but at this point, eh, who knows what it's actually, if it's even anything of any consequence, it's going to get added last minute. So uh, it's a really, really fun show. Today, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the news that's in uh, making some headlines at least late on Tuesday, a couple of things dropping, a couple minor things, one thing that could be a major thing. We'll talk about that, and then we're going to run down the entire NXT Stand and Deliver card. This is our big preview show for NXT Stand and Deliver, which is happening at 1 o'clock on Saturday, a long-ass day of wrestling uh, on Saturday. Just a big weekend overall, SP3. I didn't want to give you just a little bit of time to talk about all those other little things that you love so much. It's a it's a heavy week of wrestling over on the True Heel Heat uh, YouTube channel. Absolutely. Thursday is when most of the shows are going to be up and running. We're going to be over on our Twitch channel for GCW Bloodsports uh, 8 event at 4 p.m. on Thursday. We're also going to do a watch along for uh, Impact on Access TV Thursday night into Joey Janela Spring Break 6 Part 1 with AJ Gray versus Jean Moxley for the GCW World Championship Friday. I'm doing a I'm doing an early one FMC overall fight for Overbook, but on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, True Hill Heat 160 with myself stephanie hypes filling in from miss chrissy love and we're gonna have special guest joel holbert formerly a fightful now with the late night grin plus i got another surprise in the in the in the waiting for that as well then you got watch alongs galore over on twitch we're doing gcw for the culture with jay shell nicole as well as professor chris from the nwa podcast on post wrestling into new japan pro wrestling's lone star shootout with jay 
day news coming out of the paywall of Patreon to talk about some New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then back on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, we're doing a watch along for SmackDown and the Hall of Fame and AEW Rampage all at the same time of ROH Supercard of Honor, which is a huge show, which follows into Impact Wrestling Multiverse of Madness, which ends the night at 1 a.m. with Joey Janela Spring Break 6, and then into Saturday with NXT Stand and Deliver Watch Along, as well as WrestleMania Night 1, and then WrestleMania Night 2. Did you buy your catheter yet? Because like, I don't think you're going to have a whole lot of time to be relieving yourself, if you know what I mean. To, to be fair... I'm not working all of these watch alongs, you know, that's, that's Romeo. So if you have any comments of how Romeo is doing all these watch alongs and still going to be on the believe in pro wrestling podcast tomorrow morning at 7am with me and the true jaw, Josh, leave it in the comments on that one. Get that man a pillow for his backside. Before we get any uh, further, got to get a shout out to our friends over at bet online. Without them, we wouldn't be here right now. And it is finally here. The final four is upon us. The best teams fighting it out for the college basketball national championship. And if you are looking to wager on these games, the national championship game, any of the prop bets that are still out there, head on over to betonline.ag on your desktop or your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code believe to get started. That is B L E. Hey, V, yeah, uh, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of your updated odds and info, along with player props and new contests throughout the year. It is the best source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and everyone's favorite Vegas casino games and poker games, baby. It is super easy to get started. So join today. Learn why everyone is saying that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on sports. Bet Online where the game starts. Also, a reminder, got uh, our, our, our interview up with Montez Ford right now. Make sure to check that out ahead of his, of his, ahead of his match this weekend at WrestleMania uh, 38. And I will be boots on the ground in Dallas. That's why I'm not going to be here tomorrow for AEW Recap because I'm going to be on a plane. Heck, you may be watching this Wednesday night, and I'm going to be on a plane leaving on a jet plane heading to Dallas, Texas for WrestleMania and Stand and Deliver. Uh, going to be uh, taking part of the press junket. Going to try and work on a few other things while I'm down there. So keep an eye here on the Believe in Pro Wrestling uh, podcast and YouTube channels for all of that content. Not going to spill it out all at once. We're going to spread it out over the next few weeks. Tons of stuff that's coming here and over on SB Nation. That's where you can find the words that I type of everything. So shout out to everything that we got going on, SP3. Before we dive now, into this this card which is a, a really nice stand and deliver card got some newsy things to take care of including oh boy uh-oh here come the money dala dala shane mcmahon i believe this was a pw insider report is on his way to dallas for wrestlemania 38 sp3 of course there was all of that hubbub and and blow up about what went wrong at the royal rumble negative reactions galore to the men's royal rumble match which of course was won by brock lesnar shane mcmahon was uh the scapegoat for that took a lot of the heat on that apparently the heat has completely died down 
And now he's going to be in Dallas for WrestleMania 38. Don't know what the capacity is, but all of a sudden, man, the IWC, our beloved internet wrestling community, their buttholes puckered up real tight when this report came out because everybody wants it to be Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. And now that the shark is out there in the water, it seems like it's more of a possibility that WWE is going to decide to swerve us and make a mistake and not put Cody Rhodes out on there at WrestleMania 38. Does this concern you at all? You know, I was going to give WWE so much credit because I felt like this whole Cody Rhodes was like their version of CM Punk in AEW. How AEW never promoted that CM Punk was going to be at the at the uh, first dance, but they had the little touches like the best in the world line by by Darby Allen. They're going to be in Chicago at the United Center. It was like everything was aligning, but they never said that CM Punk was going to be there. And that's similar to what WWE has done. We've heard the chants. We've heard the different lines, the dashing, the undeniable, the stuff like that, that have led people to believe that Cody Rose was coming in. And then Seth Rollins, one of their biggest stars, doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. It just seems right to bring Cody in. If you're going to present him as a top star, he needs to go against another top star. But WWE doesn't do things like AEW. No, they have to play with the emotions of their fans. They couldn't just have Becky Lynch replace Sasha Banks last year at SummerSlam. No, they had to have Carmella come out as a red herring to make the people boo for them to say, oh, the pop would be louder for Becky when Becky was always just going to get a loud pop. You didn't need to do that. But this is this company. This is why I wear my Vince hat when I talk about this company, because this is what they'll do. What they'll do is what Alex McCarthy actually teased on the True Hill Heat Wrestling, uh, True Hill Heat WrestleMania 38 preview show, and that is they bring Shane out and he plays Carmella for Cody Rhodes to play Becky Lynch. And they say, oh, he got a bigger pop because the fans thought it was going to be Shane McMahon. But in all honesty, in all honesty, I think that Shane McMahon was the original opponent for Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So this plays into a number of different reports and rumors that we've heard over the last couple of months. I think it's smart on WWE's part. I re- if they're going to do any kind of a swerve, man, and I've said this on other shows, it needs to be like that Stardust swerve. Like that's what it needs to be. Like they start with like Stardust music and then maybe they fade into to something else or they blow off the pyro and they just light up Jerry's world because you know that Cody Rhodes is going to take over that mantle of like really big grand entrances as long as Vince McMahon allows him to do it. And that's that's what needs to happen. I don't need to see Shane McMahon anywhere on the card at all um, unless he's just literally there as a backup in case something goes wrong because there have been the reports of Cody, you know, coming in like day of kind of thing. So unless he's there as a backup, okay, I don't need to see him. I don't need no red herring. I don't need none of that. Don't, don't give me heart palpitations. All right. Like just, just play the damn music and let's go. All right. Just have Vince McMahon come out and just introduce Cody Rhodes. That's all you got to do. That is all 
you got to do. But of course it's WWE. And I'm still not convinced that it's it's not just going to be the Undertaker walking down there with his damn hat on and just choke and just choke slamming Seth Rollins and beating him in 40 seconds. I'm still not convinced that that's not something that's on the table as well. So until Cody's music hits, yeah, I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to be nervous between now and Saturday when this match goes down. And finally, when Cody's music hits, whether it's smoke and mirrors, whether it's adrenaline in my soul or something completely new, generic rock bed 69, whatever it is that WWE is going to give him to come down to. Until that actually happens, I'm going to be extremely nervous. And this, this only makes it even more likely that something is, is, is afoot, that Shane McMahon is in town. I hate the fact that we know that Shane McMahon is in town. I don't need this. I don't need this for my health. I just don't. I don't need it. Uh, we also did get uh, a Fightful update. This is something that we talked about earlier on in the week, that there is just a, a treasure trove of free agents out there right now when it comes to uh, women's talent, women's singles talent out there right now, huge free agents. And, of course, Tony Khan making announcements after announcements about announcements uh, that there's going to be a new signee in the uh, Owen Hart Memorial Tournament uh, qualifying match tonight on AEW Dynamite. And Fightful Select has put out uh, uh, updates on the status of Athena, Tony Storm, and Nixon Newell. And let me pull that up, and I got it right here. So when it comes to Tony Storm, Fightful Select has learned that AEW uh, is significantly interested in Tony Storm who wouldn't uh they say to the point that several talent outright expects her to land with the company sooner rather than later there were numerous wrestlers in the company pushing for her to be brought in now when it comes to athena formerly known as ember moon for uwwe only fans apparently there does not seem to be a sense of urgency to lock her down into a contract right now even though they've kind of had like a bit of a feeling out process with one another. Uh, promoters have indicated to Fightful that Athena is very selective uh, on her independent bookings. And when it comes to uh, Nixon, formerly known as Tegan Knox, um, yes, her non-compete is up, but she's been dealing with uh, a lot of visa issues as of late. That is something that we've seen uh, with a, a lot of stars who have been you know, originated from outside of the United States. So when it comes to who this big signee is, I think a lot of us were kind of leaning toward Tony Storm and based off of these Fightful Select reports, maybe she's now the odds-on favorite to be that person who shows up tonight, but there's still Mia Yim out there. There's still Taya Valkyrie out there. There's a lot of options still out there open for, for Tony Khan to, to give some of that AEW bag to. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It needs to be Tony Storm. Like Tony Storm is a she's the one that could be a future star for AEW because she has that appeal to her that kind of just goes across the board. She's only 26 years old. Uh, she's been she's traveled all over the world. She's worked in stardom in Japan with the likes of Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane. She's worked in uh, the UK and was like the face of the UK wrestling woman scene over there being the progress women's champion versus the lights of like Ginny and Piper Nevin and stuff like that. And then she comes to WWE, the May Young Classic, both 
both tournaments. She she was a standout in both of those. She wins the second one. Uh, goes to NXT UK, wins the NXT UK Women's Championship. Criminal that she never won the NXT Women's Championship, but she goes to the main roster. She's been able to to you know work with the likes of Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks. So she has so much talent. She's been in the ring with some of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Sign Tony Storm as soon as she's available. She's available now. She's been available since her non-compete expired on Sunday. If the time is now, you strike while the iron is hot. This is a woman that put up her OnlyFans that made ten thousand dollars in a in an hour. Come on, she's a draw. That, that might be why it ain't gonna be Tony Storm. She don't need money. No, no it is gonna be Tony Storm because she can make both. She can make the bag from Tony and have OnlyFans because this is AEW, right. not WWE. So yeah. she can make two bags at once. I'm all for Tony Storm for the success that she's going to have because she made a choice. Unlike Athena, unlike Nixon yeah. Noel, who I think yeah. are both talented, they didn't make that choice. The choice was made for them by WWE releasing them. Tony Storm said, I'm frustrated. I don't want to spend my time throwing pies in Charlotte Flair's face. I'm going to go home. I'm gonna let my. I'm gonna. I hope they. I'm gonna ask them to release me. They release me. I'm gonna do my 90 days, and I'm gonna go to a company that wants to push me. And hopefully, AEW gets their woman's booking together when they bring someone like Tony Storm in. And I think immediately, my my first idea is her winning the Owen Hart Memorial Cup, or you know, immediately feuding with Dr. Burt Baker, DMD. This is the woman that you groom to become a future AEW Women's World Champion. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, it also depends on who else maybe Tony brings in. This is just honestly like their first opportunity. And like I said, there's there's five really good viable options right off the top of my head, assuming that, you know, Tegan's visa issues could get uh, could get resolved in time to to have her come in. You could have Tony debut this week. You could have Kaya Valkyrie debut a week after. You could have uh, Mia Yim come in. Tony Khan has the, if he really wants to, if he really wants to, can add, I mean, seriously, like a murderer's row of very talented, very credible, very over performers to that women's division and really crank that shit up to 11. He absolutely could if he wanted to. Why stop? Unless you're just hurting for money, which I don't think he is, and I'm, I don't know his checkbooks, but business seems to be doing all right. His family owns two professional sports teams and a wrestling company. Things seem to be good. I don't see why there's anything that's stopping him from really investing in this women's division and taking it seriously to the next level by adding all of them. I will lean into Tony Storm. There's, there's one that I will say he shouldn't add, and I think that this report kind of confirms what I thought she would go. Nixon Noel with the poll visa issues. The other two people, because I wrote this article about this story for um, Russell Talk, and I mentioned two other uh, talents or acts or three other talents and acts that did have similar visa issues. Cassie Lee, formerly known as Peyton Royce, uh, Billy Kay, formerly known as now known as Jessica McKay, and Bronson Reed, now known as Jonah. 
what do all three of those people have in common? They're all in Impact Wrestling. And I think Nixon Noel is someone that can be in Impact Wrestling and immediately rise to the top. And with their women's division, they have a women's division that they do focus on it. They do have good booking behind it. Tasha Steele's the new Knockouts champion, just had a banger with Mickey James in the main event of Impact on Access TV. You got Diana Parata, who's the ROH women's champion, as well as the Reina de Reyes uh, champion out in AAA in Mexico, who's doing the Champ Champ Challenge. Uh, you got Mickey James and Chelsea Green feuding now. They got so many good things going on in Impact Wrestling and then inserting Nixon Noel. This would just be a timely pickup for them. Yeah. Look, they can't you can't go wrong. Literally can't go wrong anywhere you go. But based off of uh Five Bulls reporting, which has been spot on as usual, uh, I would guess that we see Tony Storm tonight and I would be all for it. Before we dive into NXT stand and deliver. SB3, tons of people take multivitamins, but it is very important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. A special blend of ingredients supports gut health, nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It is also lifestyle-friendly. It fits a wide range of diets. There is only one gram of sugar, no chemicals or artificial anything reclaim your health arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it is just one scoop and a cup of water every day that is it to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash believe that is b-l-e-a-v again athleticgreens.com slash believe these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease athletic greens take ownership of your health it's time to answer the five count on the believe podcast network well it was going to turn into a six pack this morning and then they added a seventh one and i I don't know what you call that wasn't there some kind of like guinness holiday pack that had seven beers in it i don't know well we we need to converse with with stone cold steve austin on this one but we are going to run down the now seven matches that are on NXT Stand and Deliver this Saturday, including the one that was made official last night on the pre-show. We are getting the newly reunited team of Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai taking on Toxic Attraction SP3, who were very vocal last night about how they have just taken down all comers. They have taken down all comers. They have beaten everybody who has stood in front of them. All one damn team that stood in front of them. They took down and that there was nobody left in the NXT women's tag team division. That literally is the division with all of the tag teams. But it led to this, this beautiful moment last night. Dakota Kai has been an absolute mess ever since she split from Raquel Gonzalez so much that she's been talking to herself and cowering in corners and chewing on her fingernails and just going absolutely nuts. She could not have been more excited to reunite with Raquel Gonzalez. There was obviously some internal guilt there over their split and everything that she did uh, with Raquel and vice versa. Enemy of my enemy becomes my friend. So now former foes former friends are now friends once again they're getting their tag team title shot on the pre-show at stand and deliver do they win the belts sp3 yes they do dakota and raquel your new 
NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, the first, I believe, two-time NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and they were the first NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Yeah, you wouldn't have (laughs) have remembered it because it only lasted like 30 minutes, but they won the first ever Women's Dusty Cup. So it makes sense for them to get this shot here. I like the whole moment. It was very cool. It's been built up to very well with Dakota kind of going through her whole manic depressive uh, kind of saga that she's had her inner talking to three different people in her head and stuff. And then Raquel coming back from the injury, the attack by toxic attraction. I think that this is going to be the night that ends toxic attractions, reign of terror on NXT. And it starts on the kickoff show with Dakota and Raquel regaining the titles. Yeah. Uh, this, this might be a sign of, of things to come. Uh, to be completely honest, when it comes to toxic attraction on the night. And I'll say this much. It, at least this was a a payoff. At least things make a little bit more sense, at least in my mind now of why they did what they did with EO and Kaylee Ray last week, because they were paying this off a little bit. The whole Dakota Kai storyline, it was finally getting paid off this week with Raquel coming back, um, you know, after toxic attraction, put her out for a while there. So. It's not the route that I would have gone. It's very WWE snake around to go through a straight road. But at the end of the day, we're getting this match. It's going to be a good match. And yes, I am picking Raquel and Dakota to win the women's tag team titles as well. This match, in my opinion, pretty damn predictable, but it doesn't mean it's not going to slap anymore. Yeah, LA Knight, baby, taking on Gunther, who just looks better and better every week. Boy is putting in work. He is in the best shape of his life. Poor LA Knight is going to get his chest caved in and what I hope is his swan song before heading up to Friday Night SmackDown because they desperately need him over there. I will die on that hill until it actually happens. I'm picking Gunther to win this match, SP3. What say you? I mean, this is easy. Gunther. Yeah. There's nothing left to say. That's it. Yeah, Gunther's going to win. It's going to be fun, though. Next match here, number three of the seven pack, whatever the hell we're going to call this one here. Uh, this one is a guaranteed swan song. We saw a, a promo from Tommaso Ciampa uh, where he's got the steel chair on it. And it's basically his tombstone for his NXT career when it started and when it ends. And when it ends is going to be this Saturday at Stand and Deliver. He's taking on Tony D, who wants to be the new Don of NXT 2.0. SP3, do they put Champa on his back on his way out of the brand? Oh man, this is this is probably the hardest one for me to predict, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, because you know, if you would think he's on his way out, you would beat him. You have Tony D get the victory here. But the way he's been building this up. And, you know, the fact that you want him to be on the on a right footing when he goes to the main the uh, main roster. He's the one that dropped a fall to Dolph Ziggler to give him the NXT championship reign. He's the one that lost to Braun Breaker, made Braun Breaker by losing the title to him at New Year's Evil earlier this year. I'm, I'm, this is me going with my heart, my black heart, and I'm going with Tommaso Ciampa. 
this is also really hard for me because I again I get the idea of going out on your back, putting over the younger talent, making him the new Don. All of that makes sense. Tony D's character work is there. His in-ring work is not there yet to beat somebody the caliber of Tommaso Ciampa. I'm almost thinking they really need to have Ciampa win this match, especially with NXT stand and deliver live in Dallas on the road, there's going to be a chance you're going to get some crossovers. If Tommaso Ciampa is going up to the main roster, why not let him show out and do the best that he can with Tony D and get a win in Dallas and then send him in with a little bit of momentum to whichever brand that he's going to end up on after uh, this weekend is over. That said, yeah, I think Tony D's winning. I, I, I think, the crowbar is going to be used or the tire iron, wherever the hell it is that he he's going to pull out. He's going to cheat to win, but he's going to win because that's the NXT way. They, they put the older guys down. They put over the, never forget Johnny Gargano gave that, that impassioned thank you speech. So Grayson Waller could kick his ass. Never forget that. That's exactly what NXT does. We talked about one tag team title match already. How about, the men's tag team title match, MSK, Imperium, the Creed Brothers. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Does Imperium hang on to the NXT tag team titles, SP3? No. This is a sleeper match of the night for me because MSK have delivered bangers regardless of how you feel about them in and out of the ring. They always have high quality matches on these specials and takeovers and Imperium is probably the most underrated workers in all of NXT and probably all of the WWE because they always deliver their match with MSK back at Halloween Havoc when they won these titles great. Um, they deliver they always deliver and they've also had good matches with the creed brothers and diamond mine in the lead up to this and the creed brothers are like the steiner brothers 2.0 so on the weekend that the steiner brothers go into the hall of fame i think that their predecessors are their the the 2.0 version of the steiner brothers the creeds win the nxt tag team titles I, i agree with you um Obviously, Malcolm Bivens is not going to get his delusions of grandeur, right? He's not going to get his his big draped in so much gold. He's more shinier than Mr. T, right? That he was talking about. He's going to have so much gold. He's going to have more gold than WWE Hall of Famer Mr. T, and he pities the fool who thinks otherwise. Exactly. This is why he's a much better talker than I am. Uh, But that's not going to happen because Roderick Strong, who has been kind of falling back down into the weeds here a little bit He's, I think he's like the last remaining of like the, the old guard at this point. Um, and again, he just looks like a guy who's going to be on AEW sooner rather than later. Anyway, I don't know how long his contract is, but they're not really doing anything with them right now. They need diamond diamond mine needs a win. They need a big win. And I think they're going to get it. I do think that the creeds are going to win, but I think they're going to beat S MSK. Uh, to do it to kind of protect Imperium a little bit and then the Creeds and Imperium can kind of keep going on what they're doing or whomever the hell this tag maybe that here's the other thing maybe whoever attacked the Creeds shows up Saturday and costs them the match a 781 area code by the way that was the big clue that they gave us that's the suburbs of Boston Massachusetts I don't know if that's a major clue to anybody 
nobody comes to mind for me. So, but my my attention is peaked on this one. I love a good whodunit. I just do. I'm a sucker for it. I can't help it. Um, but right now I'm going to pick the creeds. I think diamond mine needs a big win and I think they're going to get uh, a big win. If it's not them, I think Imperium retains. I've been waiting for them to put up the damn graphic. You think they'd have it ready to go. They don't have the graphic. Cameron Grimes did qualify the final qualifier for the North American ladder match and a uh, match that will also feature Grayson Waller, Santos Escobar, Solo Sokoa, and of course the a champ himself, Carmelo Hayes. This is going to be the match of the night. There's no question in my mind. None. No doubt about it. This is going to be the show stealer. All five of these dudes can go. Cameron Grimes seems to be the sympathetic favorite, or at least that's what NXT 2.0 is leading you to believe. He's going to do it for daddy. I think Carmelo Hayes is retaining the North American title. I'm calling it right now. I think. I don't know where it goes from there because he would have pretty much beaten the entire mid card in NXT 2.0 at that point. So it's like, where do you go from there? But it's NXT 2.0. They got a lot of talent that they can work with there. There's other avenues you could go. Maybe you do something more with Cameron Grimes after that. Maybe Cameron gets this close. He gets this close to winning and trick Williams gets involved and Carmelo walks away with the goal. But I, I just don't think they're ready to take that belt off of Carmelo Hayes yet. I'm picking him to retain and what is going to be a certified banger on Saturday. What say you, SP? Uh, this is going to be tremendous. This, yeah, this is probably the odds-on favorite to be the show stealer on Saturday afternoon. Um, I really like a whole bunch of these guys. Uh, Solo Sokoa, I can see him doing an Uso splash off the ladder. Yep, sure you, can see, you can see, um, you know, all, all these guys. Santos Escobar, he won a ladder match last year. I, on WrestleMania weekend to be the undisputed cruiserweight champion over Jordan Devlin. So he has experience there. His Lucha Libre style works in a ladder match. You got Grayson Waller. He's going to pull out the Hardaway off the ladder, which I can't wait for. I've been waiting for it. Carmelo Hayes has been the Shawn Michaels in 1993 of NXT 2.0. He's a great mid-card champion who's been having show stealers against Pete Dunn, against Cameron Grimes, against Roger strong they've guaranteed they've kind of had him to have those bangers and he's beaten these all these guys pretty much clean i know a couple of guys trick williams got involved but it's been his finisher that has kind of put people away that top rope leg drop to the top of the head but Cameron Grimes, they are really telegraphing that this is his time. This is his moment. And when it, when other time is it going to be for Cameron Grimes? He feels like the guy that always comes close but never gets it. And they're finally building this sympathy, created a whole new character for him. I'm still under the belief that I would like to see him just stack money to the moon. But... They are building him to be a more three-dimensional character, and you need to pay that off by him making his daddy proud and winning the North American Championship on Saturday. Yeah, I think you could continue that storyline if he has it, hook, line, and sinker, and then whether it's Grayson Waller's big-ass guy or Trick Williams gets involved and you know he gets robbed of it, you can kind of continue that sympathy storyline, maybe going a little bit forward. Maybe that's what they do. They have been trying to build up Grayson Waller a lot, too. So I think he's he's definitely a contender. I'd love to say that Santos Escobar is a contender, but he's another one of these guys who's just 
always close, but never really going to get it. I'm hoping he's bound for the main roster as well. I feel like I've said that about three or four people already, but you know, reinforcements are needed. And, you know, you got some stars in NXT that could really flourish up on the main roster. Right, Vince? You got some guys in NXT that can really flourish on the main roster. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm going with Trick uh Carmelo, excuse me. I'm going with Trick to help Carmelo retain that A championship, the North American title. Let's talk about our two big title matches. Mandy Rose defending the NXT women's championship in a fatal four-way core jade. And then the two new additions from last week, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. I don't think there's a prayer in hell that Mandy Rose SP3 walks away with the NXT Women's Championship this Saturday. The question is, who does take the belt? And I'm going to listen to your argument first because I'm, I'm kind of torn on this. I mean, it's obvious. It really is obvious. They have telegraphed this maybe a little too much, which has made people like you question it. But Corey Jays winning the NXT Women's Championship, especially after that promo where she had the whole, you know, list of all the champions. She even she even went into business for herself and to basically uh, set, uh, you know, planted the seeds for a feud with Charlotte Flair because she named all the NXT Women's Champions. And then when she mentioned Charlotte, she was like, I don't like her. I was like, well, that was random. Okay. Yeah. And then she got back to, you know, Mandy and stuff. I think they have been building Cora Jade up for this moment since War Games. It's time to finally pay off on it. You don't go back to Io Shirai. Io Shirai is great. And I feel like she will always be one of the best performers in, in NXT. And if there's anyone who I think should get a call up, it's Io Shirai, like immediately and be yes. a top star on SmackDown or Raw. Kaylee Ray. I think that she's awesome, and I think that she has a NXT Women's title reign in her future. It's just not now. They've been grooming Cora G for this moment. Pay it off. She can have a short reign if you want, but yes, I agree. Mandy Rose is not walking out with the title. I think you might have swayed me because there, there, there's just this part of me that just thinks the core is not quite ready just yet. Just not. She, she's not, but their booking is ready for her to do it because they they booked That's this fair. they've booked this into like a like a no win situation. She either needs to win or she doesn't come out of this looking good if she doesn't win here. Honestly, it's basically a sink or swim kind of moment. Like, mm -hmm. all right, we built this up for you, and I like Cora Jade. I think the the potential is there. I just don't think she's ready to be a women's champion of any roster in WWE at this time. That's not a knock against her. But I hope she proves me wrong. Maybe she goes out there and puts on a banger this Saturday, and maybe then she comes out and she has a really great NXT championship run, and I will gladly eat that crow because I am a fan of Cora Jade. I love the potential in her. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think she's going to win on Saturday. Whether or not that's the right choice, that's going to entirely be up to Cora Jade. And finally, Dolph Ziggler defending his NXT championship. That is really weird to say still against Braun Breaker, who SP3, they finally flat out acknowledged on television last night, was in the Steiner clan. <laughs> Why don't they just give him the damn name? Just give him the damn name. You, 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 
You broke kayfabe or kafabi, as Drew McIntyre once told me in an interview. That's what he used to call it. You broke kafabi. Just have him win the damn belt and then call him Rex Steiner. For the love of God, can we do that, please? Braun Breaker's grown on me. It has, but Rex Steiner is just such a stronger, better name, and it fits him. He he's a Steiner through and through. I don't get why. Man, I, I'm going to say the same thing I've been telling people over on the NXT review on Russell Talk about, you know, Walter and Gunther. They still want to call Walter Walter. Get over it. Call him Gunther and get over yourself. You don't, you, they never referred to him as Rex Steiner. Only the Marks know his name is Rex Steiner. Braun Breaker has gotten over as a name. He's gotten over as a performer. Just call him Braun Breaker. Get it over with. At least they're acknowledging that he's a part of the family. So when guys like Robert Roode do the elbow drop into the push-ups, they can say that's Scott Steiner's move. They can say that now because Scott Steiner is... It's canon. It's it's canon now. So now they can acknowledge all that stuff. At least they are acknowledging he's in the family. I don't care about the name anymore. I'm not making a big deal about that. But this is the most obvious pick here on this on this pay-per-view but yeah braun breaker better win back the nxt championship or wwe are dumbasses <laughs> well i know which clip i'm pulling for the internet um yeah man there's there's part of me that's going i don't want breaker to win the championship back because you know there has been that talk about him immediately getting fast tracked to the main roster but I just don't know how you do it unless you end it in a disqualification. There's no, it's it's booked into a corner. You got to put the belt back on breaker at this point. You've booked the one-on-one match. Dolph Ziggler beat Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. That was a brilliant way to get it off a of breaker, but his dad, his uncle, they're going into the hall of fame this weekend. It's a huge pay-per-view match on the road in Dallas, Texas. It's under the bright lights. Yeah, man, Breaker needs to win this thing. Figure out the call up, figure out the the double duties afterwards. He's a young dude. He can handle it. Braun Breaker's winning this thing. He's got to. He just absolutely has to. He should obliterate Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, who's probably going to get involved in some way, shape, or form on Saturday. I guarantee he will. But Breaker will overcome and then we should get a really cool moment with the steiners in the ring with broad breaker after it's all said and done and that would be really cool i want to see scott steiner stop robert rude from interfering that's what i want to see. see come out with the lead pipe come out with the chain <laughs> the, the change the jane uh headdress yes do it all i want to see it scott it all. i know so rick crazy. i know rick is not in good health to do to get involved in that type of spot but let scott scott was just wrestling a year ago so let him just do a spot where he stops robert rude from interfering and you're not talking uh, you're not making him take a bump you don't have to take a bump he's kicking ass that's fine let robert do all the work he's a young pup <laughs> How old, how old is Robert Rude? That's 41, maybe, I think. Hang on. No prep left. Oh, young pup, 45. <laughs> there you go, that young pup. <laughs> that young pup, Robert Rude. Hey, Bobby Lashley was champion earlier this year at 44, so there you go. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to our NXT Stand and Deliver uh, preview show. Don't forget, tomorrow is the True Heel Heat Takeover. 
7 a.m. SP3. Tell them about it. Who's going to be on the panel? It's going to be myself returning to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. It's going to be the face and the ace of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. My right-hand man when it comes to that channel, Mr. Romeo Anthony Cologne. And we're also going to be draw, joined by the true draw, Josh. We're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite. We might throw in maybe maybe, maybe a question or two about ROH since that kind of ties in with AEW. And we got something going on this week. And so, and we're three knowledgeable guys when it comes to Ring of Honor as well. So maybe we'll throw something like that in there. But the true heel heat takeover is here and it's upon us. Check us out tomorrow, 7 a.m. Eastern time. It's your show tomorrow. Do whatever you want. I will be traveling to Dallas, Texas for WrestleMania. Again, I got the press junket on Friday. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming to the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast and YouTube channels in the coming weeks. Like, share, subscribe. Get ready for the most stupendous WrestleMania prediction show ever. Friday morning, 7 a.m., myself and SP3 with Renee Paquette. It was a damn good time to, to do that show with her. You are not going to want to miss it. We appreciate everybody listening to all 44 minutes of this half-hour podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Enjoy AEW Dynamite. Talk to you this weekend. WrestleMania weekend. Almost here. Appreciate you guys. This is the Believe in Pro Wrestling Podcast brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.